two sports fanatics, both with some background in MMA, looking to provide some of their thoughts on what goes on in the world of mixed martial arts. A jiu-jitsu practitioner who is not afraid to get her feet up and provide a stellar knockout or get your jits on, teams up with the Fly Guy, a karate kid turned boxer who would enjoy putting you to sleep by embracing your neck. Tie the Fly Guy. Live from your favorite podcast station, it's Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles, Laurel versus Ty, and it starts right now. Hey, FKTC crew, we are back for another installment of the Front Kicks and Throat Cuddles podcast. This episode is brought to you by Cyril Gan and Tai Tuivasa for bringing us an amazing first main event in Paris, or should I say Paris? We will be talking more about it soon, but I enjoyed it, even though Ty did not win the fight. <laughs> that, was a, that was a great fight. Yes, it was. It was. It was actually a decent card. It was a decent card. How should, how would you grade this card? Well, I guess we'll get into it in a little bit, but how would you grade this card? Mm, kind of predictable. So, uh, A minus. Okay. Um, I didn't really get to watch the prelims just because I was occupied. Laundry, chores like that. Um, mm-hmm. I did see some of the highlights and I would, I actually was pretty impressed. And yeah. so I'd probably, I'd say a minus two. Yeah. All right. Well, as most fight fans already know, it is a UFC pay-per-view week, which means that we should have a special guest. Unfortunately, things fell through and we were unable to secure our guest. Wah, wah. But... Wah. like someone has entered the podcast it is the return of the knee circles podcast co-host travis p roscoe oh, what's going on, guys? <laughs> for having me on of course good time you guys can hear me we're all good all good nice yeah nice. this, this is a new look for you i know no one can see this but <laughs> i haven't got a lot of sleep so i got mad bags under my eyes so i'll wear sunglasses <laughs> <laughs> how are you guys doing Doing good. good. Nice, nice. I'm excited to be back on, and uh, you know what? I'm really stoked for uh, Saturday. Saturday's gonna be a blast. Oh yeah. <laughs> did you see? Now we haven't gotten there yet, but did you see the odds for the Shamaya's Diaz fight? No, I have not seen the odds. It's like negative one thousand fifty. What? To over nine fifty. That's insane. Are you guys pulling for Diaz? <laughs> What's that? Pulling for Diaz? Um, I cannot. 
my heart wants my heart wants Diaz, but my head's saying Shamaya, which we'll talk more about that in a little bit. No, I love Nate Diaz. <laughs> right no, now, I, know. I didn't want to tell you that because I knew how much you love Nate Diaz. <laughs> Right now, Shamayev is a minus twelve fifty favorite, and Diaz is, a plus, Diaz is a plus eight hundred underdog. Yeah, but Nate Diaz was a underdog against McGregor the first time he fought him, and he beat him. That is true. So. There's always a chance. Mm-hmm. Always a bigger fish. And I believe, I believe it was Holly Holm was like a plus. I think she was around that plus seven hundred, plus eight hundred when she fought Ronda. Whoa. This is true. Yeah, I do remember. That's that. pretty good. Yeah. You just got these stats pulled up right in front of you. Is that what you're doing to me? No. <laughs> it's, all, it's, just, all, it's all ingrained in here. Yes, he just knows it. boy. It's nuts. And that it makes me proud. That was the first pay-per-view main fight I watched, too. So, like, I, I don't think stats or odds were really a huge thing at that point. But I just remember them saying something that Holly Holm was close to a plus 800. I think she might have been 850, I'm pretty sure. Hmm. Hmm. So, anything can happen. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, I know you sent me the uh, the uh, topic of discussions for tonight, but I didn't get to see UFC Paris. I had to work. Oh, bummer. Yeah, anytime it's at 1 p.m. or 2 p.m., I can't watch it. I'm at work. Understandable. Um, well, we can help out with that a little bit. Um, so, actually, I was just about to go through the rundown. And so, yes, we are going to recap UFC Paris. But the meat and bone of all this is going to be UFC 279. Oh, yeah. And then we do have our first woe moment in FKTC history. And then we have a topic of discussion on ideas, which the woe moment it's interesting. I had to look it up, and then I was like, oh, this is going to be a fun discussion. <laughs> I've never seen something like that, but we'll, we'll start at the top. Yeah, we'll start at the top. So, UFC Paris. So, Laurel, our bets were, our bet included the John McDessie versus Nazrat Hack sprat fight. Yeah. But that was, that was moved to the prelims for some odd reason which I don't know why it was, um, but because we already picked for it, we have to cover it because you did get a win on me on that one. Um, it seemed like number-wise is even. I didn't, that was the one fight I didn't get to see. I just heard what had happened. And I was like, oh, like, like if you're a person that looks at the stats and not the fight, it's a little... It's a little misleading because Desi actually landed more, it, well, just one more strike, but he did throw more significant strikes. So I'm kind of curious to why Nazrat got a 30-27 if there was, but I think it was probably the takedowns. And um, I don't know about the control because there wasn't a whole lot of control in that fight either. I don't know if you pulled up anything that, can sway me into the reason why Nazrat won that fight over John. I didn't see it, so I can't chime in. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for our guest. Oh, no, I, I watched oh, yeah. it. You guys actually watched it, so no, by all means, please go ahead. 
I, I just think it had to be the, the takedowns too. Um, how else could you separate that fight? But the fact that the ground control time was so low, I don't know if it over, if it uh, gets a higher ranking than uh, a significant strike, but mm-hmm. I'm sure it was just sheer volume. Yeah, um, there was one other factor that I found out in that fight, and that's that Nazrat did actually land a knockdown on John. So maybe that was one deciding factor in one of the rounds there. So it depends yeah. on how you look at it. Right. But I can understand it being like the sheer volume and all that being said. But there's um, been a lot of fights in the UFC that are like, you know, they could have went either way. So. Mm-hmm. Not the oh, first yeah. time it's happened, but it's going to continue <laughs> to happen. It will always continue to happen. Um, so because that fight was in a weird spot that got moved, um, our first main card pick that we actually did do predictions on that didn't get moved to the prelims was that Nathaniel Wood defeated Charles Jordan, which that kind of threw me for a loop. Wouldn't you say, Laurel? Uh, that was unexpected and disappointing, and I'm not angry about it. I just think it was lame. Yeah. Not a good way to start the main card, for sure. Would you say Nathaniel would earn that, earn that win or no? Because I'm seeing it's three rounds by decision. And when I saw it on the highlights, it looked like Jordan was doing his thing, so... I don't know. Yeah, they were both. I, Go ahead, Laurel. Well, I thought Jardine won the first two rounds. Hmm. Let me take a look. I'm going to see how, because I was watching that, so let me make sure I... Or maybe Jardine won the second round, and then Wood won, won the first and third. Um, <laughs> I actually had Nathaniel Wood winning all three rounds. Hmm. Although you could, it's, you can easily, um, I think, give a round or at least one of the rounds to Charles Jordan because they both were pretty close in their strikes. I think it was like, what, 127 to 115 total strikes between the two of them? Hmm. But, I still had Nathaniel Wood winning because he's, he already had five more wins than he did. Um, Jordan did. So it's like, I know Jordan's like an up and coming, but Nathaniel Wood is, you know, he's a veteran in this in this sport. So mm. I had him winning right off the bat. Nice. I just hate the fact that I didn't get good to see call. It. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I think the takedowns and the control time were definitely a huge factor for Nathaniel Wood, and hopefully that helps him in a long way. And Jordan, you got to go back to the drawing board once again because you suffered a majority decision loss to Shane Burgos. In what was his last <laughs> his last UFC fight? So, yeah, that's not got, a good look. Not a good look. Nope. All right, but Jordan, get to work. Wood, good job. Uh, our next one. Do you want to start it off, Laurel? Yeah, Gomez, Gomez versus Aaron's. That was a brawl fest. That was a good one. Um, I saw that. Most of the highlights was a good one. Yeah, it's really impressive fight. Um, Gomez was 
just more aggressive, landed more strikes, more takedowns. I mean, he all around beat Aaron's butt. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Good fight. Um, I'd said that Gomez controlled the fight for the most part. Um, looking at the stats, eight minutes of control time and three mm-hmm. out of five takedowns. Um, there yeah. wasn't a lot of striking between the two, but I think I agree with what you said. I think it was like a close to two to one edge between Gomez and Ennis between strikes. Where mm-hmm. Gomez, I think, landed like 60-something and Ennis only landed like 30-something. Yeah, it was pretty... It was not a big striking match, but I liked it because it was well-rounded. Like, you got to see a little bit of jujitsu, You got to see some striking, some kicks. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I kind of like that pace. Oh, yeah. You said he had three out of five takedowns? Mm-hmm. That's plus 500. That's pretty good. It's actually really good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's good. Very good. Aaron's, Aaron's knows how to like hold his own. So three out of five, that's that's actually that's actually impressive. Oh yeah. I'm looking forward to watching more Gomez because like he just seems like one of those up and comers. Um mm-hmm. eleven wins. After this, he's got eleven wins, but it's like he might be that next guy to prove himself. I I need to go back and watch that whole fight. I need to see this. Yeah, I believe both fighters were making their UFC debuts. So definitely an up and comer if he can get yeah. things going. Yeah. Um, our next one um, was, so Laurel and I were deciding like either she's going to go up three or I'm going to regain, retain, get my lead back to one, or it's going to be complete wash. And this fight made it a complete wash. (laughs) It was. Um, I took coffee love and she took the Chirico. I think I say it. Chirico. Chirico. Yeah. It was, even though I lost that fight, unfortunately, it was still my favorite fight of the night. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a good I fight. I think it was a good, fun fight. Dug it. Yeah. Uh, Cheerio did well with the control time. Um, I think somewhere in the middle of that second round was when Copyloft really started getting it going. And then, like, really, yeah. just a minute into that third round, he hit him with a shot that just crumpled him and then was that the KO? Not that yeah. Was the, yeah, the, the TKO, yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I did see that. That was impressive. Yes. He was out before he was down. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Just stars and Tweety Birds spinning around the head. Yeah. You know what the, you know what the MMA community is calling Kopilov? No. They're, call, oh, they're calling him a Russian Chase Hooper. Chase what Hooper? What does that mean? Um, he's got he's got the same curly hair as Chase Hooper, except for instead of instead of him being from America, he's from Russia. Huh. Who's Chase Cooper? Chase Hooper is the like one of the youngest fighters in the UFC. He's like that oh. tall, lanky guy. Oh. Who um, oh. a lot of uh-huh. people, it's like between who was it? Whose references? To him? Oh, a lot of people call Chase Hooper um, Ben Askren's son. Yeah. So that guy. I liked him, didn't I? That Chase Cooper kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I thought. Like, because if you take a picture between Chase Cooper and Roman Kopilov, it's like almost like looking in a mirror. I had never heard this before, but I'm gonna look it up. Go for it. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> Twins. <laughs> um, <laughs> All right, 
Next up, we're at the co-main event at UFC Paris, and wow, Robert Whitaker just proved to everyone why he is the number two middleweight in the world. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that guy's a badass. Love that. What a stud. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was brutal. Yeah. I mean, it it was kind of karma because Vittori's like, oh, shake a hand, like, psych, not not today, like, uh, you just kind of <laughs> did yourself in with that one. I'm glad he got beat just because I hate the Italian stallion as your... <laughs> I mean, the only time that I was okay with him was when he beat Costa because like, they're both a little cringy, but... yeah. Costa was a little bit more. No, I, it was Costa because he made it 185. It's like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to make 185. Maybe we'll do 200. Like, oh, no, we're right. going to make it 205. I'm like, okay, dude. Like, now I hope th- that's the only time I rooted for Marvin Vittori that entire time, the entire time of his career. Yeah. And then, of course, the Costa wine little thing that happened. Like, right. I got some wine for Paulo Costa, but F him, I'm going to drink this by myself. <laughs> but yes what do you I, think i'll go ahead i love this middleweight fight i was a little disappointed about the number of takedowns or attempt attempted takedowns mm-hmm. i just thought for middleweight bout one of the reasons i like middleweights is just because of that diversity Right. And and just didn't see that in this bound. I thought it was interesting. Yeah, I think Vittori tried to take him down a few times, but Whitaker was having none of it. I'm pretty sure he, I'm pretty sure he stuffed every one of his takedowns. I feel like Whitaker's yeah, like trying to fight up and get like one more chance at a championship before retiring. You know what I mean? Uh, you said move up? Yeah, like you know what I mean? Like he wants to move go- up in, like up in weight class. Like one, la- um, no, no, like he wants like one last hurrah because he's, you know, he's not young, young. He's not one of these young kids, but he's not at the end of his career. So you might as well make the best of it while you can. Um, right. I saw the highlights of this fight and yeah, there was no chance like Whitaker was going to give up the easy takedowns or anything like that. Like it was a brawl. Yeah. I was shocked he went to decision. I was definitely shocked he went to decision. But Unfortunately, when you don't see him live, like I have to look up the fight card and I already see the results. I'm like, all right, well, I'll still watch the highlights. And man, Rob Whitaker is just that guy's legit, man. I like that guy, but we'll see if he can make a, a run for it. So, yeah, that's actually what leads into this question. Um, so, because Whitaker is actually in a very interesting spot because, again, he's proven that he is the second best middleweight, yet he's lost to Izzy twice. One, very convincing. The second one, you could argue that Whitaker won that fight. So, unless Izzy is to lose in November, it's unlikely that Whitaker is going to get much going. Um, one fight that was brought to the MMA Twitter, a tw- MMA Twitter's attention was having Whitaker fight Paul Acosta at 185, since they both haven't fought each other. Mm-hmm. Um, but Whitaker's also mentioned that he wouldn't mind moving up to 205 either. And so the question is, so let's say for all intents and purposes, Izzy beats Alex Perea at Madison Square Garden in November. Would you like to see him fight Costa 
or move up to 205, or I'll give you a third one. If Perea somehow beats Izzy, do you want to see that Whitaker Perea fight? I think I want that Whitaker Perea fight. Yeah. Yeah, it's not <laughs> Izzy, but I'll definitely take that fight. Did I steal your shine there, Laurel? My bad. No, not okay. at all. I just <laughs> horrified that anyone would bet against Izzy. I mean, know. she is the queen chicken of the chickens. She's the boss hen. So Izzy cannot lose in November. <laughs> Everybody's got a glass jaw. That's the way I, I look. Mean, I mean, Perea has beaten him twice already, so. You know, are you rubbing that in my face? I'm sorry. It's it's the it's the it's the stats there. Although the two fights were in kickboxing, so the main kickboxing are a whole different breed. <laughs> you just can't insert random facts from other sports into the conversation. <laughs> and count his wins and losses. Eh, it's still on his record, so. May not be on his professional MMA record, but it is on his professional kickboxing record as two losses. There you go. Haters. Just, just, <laughs> I, I'm not hating Izzy at all. I, I think that fight will be really good come November. Um, it'll be interesting how Izzy's transition from kickboxing to MMA can compare against Perea's transition from kickboxing to MMA. I get it. If I'm looking at it blindly, well, not blindly, but without favoritism, I would want to see Whitaker and Perea. No doubt. And then the winner of that fight can fight Izzy. Hmm. Hmm. Izzy got to prove himself. Ouch. Well, when he beats Perea in November, will that be proof enough? That means this whole discussion was pure what if that happens. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All of our discussions are like that. What do you mean? This is true. All <laughs> right. So I, I want the I want the best matchup. Yeah. Whatever that is. I just want the best matchups. There you go. All right. How about that main event? Now we can get to it. This I have up. not seen any Tuivasa memes, and he was in the passed out seated position before collapsing. I haven't even bothered with that. I bet you there's some good ones out there. I bet you there's some really good ones. Probably. There's got to be. <laughs> this was a slugfest. This was a good one. And when he took that kick to the dome, and he oh, was like, wobbly, was like, oh, uh oh. Uh-oh. It's like when you're like chopping through a tree and the thing starts swaying back and forth. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. He was almost night night off of that. But eventually he did uh he did see stars. So it was a good fight. It was a really good fight. Not a lot of takedowns. That's what you gotta love about like the uh the heavyweights. Brawlers. Um, yeah, because they're brawlers, but they're so yeah. heavy that they're like it's very rare that they'll go to the ground. So you gotta respect a heavyweight ground guy, but these two just wanted to stand up and go at it. I, it was pure fun. Pure fun. Oh, yeah. So I have a question because I thought about it when I was watching fight and then I just remembered it. 
hence I, why I'm asking it. If you get kicked to the head and you block it, but it still rocks your head, is that a significant strike? No, I feel like he blocked it. I feel like it's not as. But he didn't, if he blocked it, he's preventing the motion through. Yeah. I feel like it's still a reinforcement because it's not just your hand, it's also the glove and the padding and everything. So, like, it creates some kind of support. It's like an airbag, you know? Like, if you got a car accident, your airbag went off and you lived, does that still mean, like, you're good to go? No, no. no, I I've been punched and kicked with with gloves on. I get it, I get it. But mm. you also have a point that because your hand's not resting against your face, there's a little gap there. So there, it's like a it's like the middle of a bell, you know, that makes it go ding 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 ding. Yeah, but if there's, like that, there's that's a, a terrible analogy. <laughs> <laughs> but if there's a gap between your head and your hand, you're not blocking anything because. You just the hit yourself. Is, you're hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. Stop hitting yourself. <laughs> but if you do this, then that's a block. Like yeah. if you, yeah. you have I don't think to you get should your get points sh- off it though. Do you? Well, I don't know. That's the question I'm asking. Is if a guy, oh. if a guy has a firm block, it's a block. Everything's tight down, and his head's not rocking. That's my point. So if he gets kicked, hmm then is that significant? It's not considered a block, right? Somebody pull up their Google later. <laughs> I know, we need Herb Dean. I Googled it. Herb Dean? <laughs> I say if... Oh no, Mark Smith. He, he's on Joe Rogan. He would answer me. I should I would, tweet I would, him. I would, think, I would think it's not a it's not a hit. It's still a block. Even though you're slapping yourself or getting taking that and taking that force like newton's law and then it moves forward and you're a a stopped object it's gonna hurt so yeah i think anytime you get hit and you show signs of like you're rocking i call that significant even if you block it so if it lands and like he blocks it but he's still like whoa 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 then that i the kick was significant enough to cause some damage, maybe not as much as a clean head kick, but something like that. Like, especially if you can't intelligently defend yourself after you've blocked that kick and you're like wobbly, like that's significant enough where someone can come up and just knock you square in the face and flatten you right on your butt. Makes sense. Like you, you get dazed off the strike and then you're like, Oh, Oh, and then you're vulnerable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I guess. Okay. But at that point, that almost becomes a TKO. So, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Uh, I like how uh, gain one is, but um, God actually was almost. Uh, he told he had said in the interview that he was knocked out briefly in the second round by Tuivasa's punch. Wow! It it was the first time that Cyril Gaon had been knocked down in his entire, I think, his entire UFC career. It might have been his yeah. entire career. That's crazy. So if Tuivasa were able to find a way to connect and get that second strike in, we could be talking about Tuivasa as the winner instead of Strogan. Yeah, that's that's crazy. But we're not because he got knocked out. <laughs> yeah. Gone just happened to wake up quick enough to 
make sure that he didn't get fully knocked out. I had him win in the fight the whole time. Oh, yeah. He had 110 strikes compared to 29. Mm-hmm. 110. Yep. Yeah. Nuts. I'm not surprised, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I just think that Tuivasa could not get in under those punches that Gon was throwing and just had to eat a bunch even to get to land one strike. So. He gone just manhandled him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I've ever seen Tuivasa fight so poorly. I think it was probably mostly due to the because I think when we were talking about it, like gone had probably pretty close to a six, seven inch reach advantage. So mm-hmm. in order for Tuivasa to get any strikes in, he had to get in close. But if gone is like using his limbs to try to keep him, keep his distance. Mm -hmm. Uh, that's the john jones effect yep jones effect yeah (laughs) john bones jones effect i remember back when like john jones was in the prelims way back in the day and that's when me and my brother really got into ufc we're talking like uh you know the chuck liddell like ending era kind of rampage jackson that's when john jones was in the prelims and my brother told me he's like watch this guy he's gonna be something big turned out to be something else but you know (laughs) I digress, <laughs> but he had that reach advantage. He would like go into a fight and they'd be like, uh, his opponent, 74, 76 inches. And then John Jones, what is it? 82.3 or 82.5. He's like an 80, I want to say he's like an 84, 85 inch. I'm pretty That's sure. insane. That's insane. Like you could <laughs> slap me across a one bedroom apartment. That's insane. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't like that. I don't like that at all. <laughs> So this fight actually will be very interesting to see what happens in the heavyweight division because Gon has already lost to Naganu earlier this year. Naganu is yeah. still recovering. Tuivasa didn't lose stock at all because for, again, as badly as he was probably getting beaten up, he hung in there for as long as he could. Um, I think the one thing that might determine what happens in the heavyweight division is if they're able to book that John Jones, Stephen Miocic fight that everyone keeps talking about, but nothing has formulated yet. We'll see. We'll see. Yep. We're only going to come with time. Yep. But enough about UFC Paris. I want to get to 279. <laughs> yes, we will do that. I am stoked that- for Saturday. <laughs> I have to go to um, my company that I work for is doing like Top Golf renting out three bays. They're going to do food and drinks and everything. Um, Yeah. So it's going to be fun, but uh, luckily it's like, I don't know, 20 minutes from my house. So I'm leaving early to shoot home to watch UFC 279. They're like, you're not going to stay out with us. You're not going to stay. No, no. Do you know who's fighting? (laughs) Snake Diaz, baby. (laughs) But we're doing an 80s theme. And I totally ordered um, a like Hawaiian. It starts at pink and ends at blue on the bottom. Flamingo. Uh, men's romper. Night. <laughs> nice. Oh God! <laughs> it's the eighties. Thought it was gonna be a shirt. Oh no! Full on romper. Thighs out. Thighs out. <laughs> yeah, I got some white vans and uh, a white visor with some Viper sunglasses. My son's matching with me. He's eighteen, and it's, it's gonna be a good time. I'll send you guys pictures. You'll see it on news circles. <laughs> 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 I was Not gonna yet. go as Axel Foley from Beverly Hills, but I was like, no, nah, no, I'm gonna rock the romper. So. 
Nice. I've seen UFC fighters <laughs> rock a romper. I can pull it off, right? I think. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, but uh, true. it'll be fun. And then I'm heading straight home for 279 because this card is packed, like packed. Yes. And then the main event, who doesn't love a good Pitbull Nate Diaz fight? So. Yeah. Yeah, especially because this could be the last time we see Nate Diaz in the Octagon. Yeah. So. Which could is unfortunate, will, but. Right? What's that? What? Could be, but it will, right? I think it will be. I think this is yeah. a fight, which is okay. He gave us mat- a, a lot of memory. So mm-hmm. I'm not mad at it. I'm not mad at it at all, but I respect that man. Him and his brother. They're like, yeah, yeah so what? So what? You're going to punish me for popping hot for weed? Like these guys, are oh, like, yeah. these guys are like getting drug tested all the time. And that's the one thing you're concerned about. Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with Nick Diaz's whole point with the whole, like, okay. And then I think Rhonda even commented after that, like, you're going to suspend a guy for for five years for a plant that makes him happy and then suspend a guy for a year and a half for taking a substance that could kill somebody. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's ridiculous. The NFL has become a little bit more lenient on it. So is the NBA, but. Dana White won't let it go. I'm like, let it go, man. Like, it's not even a drug enhancing substance. It's just weed. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I think it was like around this time. It was, I think, before the, um, I think it was before Diaz fought Leon Edwards last year that they started becoming more lenient towards the whole testing positive. Leave it alone. Like, why? Yeah. Right. It's just, ridiculous like a, a pack of cigarettes will kill you faster than weed what are we doing what are we yeah, doing true do ufc fighters get tested for tobacco no no so what's the problem exactly <laughs> that's alcohol no no yeah but those guys drink like straight pure vodka because there's no calories no carbs nothing in it those guys yeah. are all about their muscle mass and their body weight so right yeah yeah, I know. I'm just saying. Unless you're tied to Ibasa, who just drinks beer as you. What was it? Brock Lesnar's uh, won that pay per view, and he was like, "I'm gonna go home and drink Coors Light because Bud Light doesn't pay me enough." Talk yep. about a savage moment. Savage <laughs> moment. He's doing yeah. great WWE. Yeah, I think that I think that was after his win against Frank Mir. I'm pretty sure, or maybe it was before. Yeah, it was after the Frank Mir fight. Yeah. Yeah. Enough about Brock Lesnar. Let's get to 279. <laughs> yeah. Before we do, though, Laurel, you want to update the listeners on the bet that's going on, even though there wasn't a whole lot of movement? There was no movement. You're still 32 and 30, and I am 33 and 29. Are you guys doing this for the rest of the year or just uh, like? Oh, yeah. He, he doesn't know. Um, yeah. So we went on a hiatus because I had student teaching. Um, and so... As um, as a thank you, in a sense, to Laurel for allowing me to continue my education for a little bit and having to put the podcast on hiatus, instead of stopping it at UFC 276, we decided to keep it going until the December pay-per-view, and then the bet will take effect. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Little modifications, but that's all right. Yeah. Just because we're going to the flow. Yeah. I think we missed... We missed the May pay-per-view and the June pay-per-view. So we came back just in time for the July pay-per-view. Oh, so you guys didn't get to uh, review. Um, why is his name becoming a blank to me now? We Sean didn't. O'Malley, Sean O'Malley with the eye poke. 
No, he didn't. Oh, that that one upset me. That one upset. Me. <laughs> yeah, and we didn't get to review um, Oliveira and Gaethje or Esparza and Rob Namajunas, and then I can't remember what the other fight was that happened. There was another title fight that happened, but it's escaping me. Uh, oh, well. I'm sure you'll you'll listen back to this when you go to edit because it happens to me all the time with knee circles. Oh, like, yeah. oh I, sh- I knew that answer. Why yeah. did I not say that during recording? <laughs> ah. Oh, it, it definitely will happen. And I'll just probably go back and like, okay, that was the one. <laughs> Write that name down. <laughs> um, I won't be I won't be home for the prelims. I wasn't sure if you guys were covering the prelims, but uh, no. Johnny, the Johnny Walker, uh, I want to butcher this guy's name, Ion Kutalaba. Like chupacabra, except different. Chupacabra. <laughs> chupacabra. Um, oh, before we do cover the main card, I do want to ask a question, and it's because I have someone in mind. But we usually do a fighter or fight to watch. So, as our guest, oh, yeah, Travis, yeah, yeah. is there a fighter or a fight that you're keeping an eye on? What's funny is I mentioned the prelims. I'm like, we're gonna talk about them, but we're not. <laughs> but my fight. Not fighter, but the fight is um, the very first one on the prelims. Not the early prelims, but the regular prelims is the uh-huh. Jake Colli- uh, Collier. Colli- Collier. Yep. I put yeah. everybody's name. Um, yep. and Chris Barnett. That that fight's gonna be epic. But who's he facing again? Chris Barnett. Oh yes, yes, that's gonna yeah. be yeah, yeah. Two big heavyweights just going at it, and it's mm-hmm. like the first prelims. It starts at six. I'm not off in time though. Maybe I'll just put it on my phone. I have to see at least that fight because yes. Chris Barnett is a beast. He scares me, and he'll do front flips and celebrations. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why he's something else. That's why he's a nickname, Beast Boy. <laughs> yeah, this is going to be a really good fight, and I'm excited about seeing Jamie Pickett. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's the good. fight above that. So, it is a good card. It is a good card. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, Laurel, do you have a fighter fight to watch, or was that your? fight to watch um no i my fighter i think is jamie pickett i i like him um probably i i'm looking forward to the women's women's fights mm-hmm. irene aldala and macy chasen i'm looking at jamie pickett's photo for the fight card this guy's scary yeah this guy's <laughs> scary oh, man. the other guy's not even photoed yeah yeah He's just blank. He's just blank. (laughs) (laughs) Actually, that's the fight right after Chris Barnett. All right. Yeah, Yeah, Ah. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, I'm going to have to watch it on my phone. It's a downfall working Saturdays. It's all right. What about you, uh, Ty? Who's your fight or your fighter? Yeah, um, so I have a fighter, and she's actually the fight before the Chris Barnett fight. Um, her Her name is Danielle Wolf. Um, no, she has never fought either because um, she's only had one professional fight, uh, which is in the Dana White Contender Series. Um, she is a former professional boxer and has won, is a former three-time boxing national champion at welterweight. And then the fun stat that I found out today is that she graduated from the college that I attended, uh, Millersville University. Mm. And she was Wait, a you three- went to Minnesota? Millersville. 
Oh, oh I thought you said Minnesota. It's uh, Millersville is a like a small school in um, like central PA. Nice. Yeah, be proud of that, man. I graduated from University of Phoenix. Our alumni contains Little Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> He's a cool dude, though. Yeah. But tra Travis, do you know why Ty is picking this woman as his favorite fight to watch? Why? Oh yeah, she's cute because she's good looking. Let me go. Let me put <laughs> I didn't. I've only seen like her facial picture. I didn't see anything, any of her pictures yet. So <laughs> I just saw that she went to Millersville. I'm like, oh yes, like we're definitely covering this one. Hey yo. <laughs> All right, I see. I see. I see you, Ty. Okay. Uh, okay, you gotta show me the picture now because I haven't seen any pictures of her yet. I'm just scrolling, babe. I'm good. <laughs> There's a few. Oh, just, all right, now you're gonna make me. Oh, you're gonna make me pull up my phone. Look. There you go. See? I can't really see it that well. Oh, blurry. Yeah, it's really blurry. Not an iPhone. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I say okay. Now I see why you like Danielle. Well, now if she loses, I'm gonna rub it in your face. <laughs> Ouch. Oh, okay. No, I did not. Mm. I have not seen these pictures, but I. Mm, okay. Yeah. Okay. Nice. Okay. So that's now we know why Ty's picking her. That's the that's the reason my, why he usually. Not usually. Oh yeah. Oh my. God. <laughs> Anyways. That's what happens when you bring a rated MA podcast guy on. All right. <laughs> well, our podcast sometimes is well. I think it's probably more R than it is MA, but it, it, it says it says explicit by it. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love when like I go to upload it and like uh, through our host site and they go, is this for kids? I'm like, absolutely not. Not even close. <laughs> not absolutely not. I don't uh, even let my dog listen to this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, the only issues I'm not sure I'm not sure if Danielle Wolf is gonna win this fight because as of right now, her opponent, Norma Dumont, is a minus four ten favorite. You never know, man. Never yeah. I mean, I feel like she that could be the upset of the night, honestly. If... Even uh, even Ronda Rousey um, figured out her fate when she went on what Jimmy Kimmel. Mm -hmm. She's like, yep, yeah, she's gonna try to like punch me and then kick me in the head, and that's not I'm gonna get knocked out. That's not gonna happen, and that's what exactly. Yep. So mm -hmm. exactly what happened. Um. So yeah, I am. But keep an eye on Danielle Wolf, maybe in more ways than one. So sorry. We'll see. I'm gonna watch that too. Wait, oh, so that'll be uh that's an early prelim. It's the last fight in the early prelim. So probably so, around like I think around 5 30 your time is probably when it'll start. Yeah, mountain time, the best time. Just kidding. <laughs> what? I'm no. in central standard. That's God's time. Well, I love mountain time because it's like perfect for sports. No matter what, like you're the latest yes. you have is like eight twelve. Yeah. East Coast is the worst time. It's good for start of prime time, but terrible for if you're trying to watch the entire sporting sporting event. Excuse me. Can you imagine if you lived on like the tip of Maine and it's technically like three hours ahead. I I have a friend that lives around that area and she, like I watched her like stream at one point. I'm like, she's like, it's one o'clock here. And I'm like looking like because we're both like around that same area. I'm like no, it's only 12 o'clock here. Then she mentioned to me, like, she's one hour ahead of the East Coast. I'm like, yeah. oh, that's going to suck. Yeah, that's rough. That's rough. That's when I'm calling into work. 
or you just get a job in sports straight up. So then this way you don't have to worry about any of that. So I, um, I went through the card and I picked my people as far as who, because I I think you were saying we're going to go through our picks. Yeah. We go through our picks right now, actually. Um, Yeah. I'm not throwing out a bet. Because I'll probably lose. I suck at fantasy football, and there's no way I'm going to get any fight right. <laughs> well, let's start with Johnny Walker and Ian Kutalaba. Um, who, who wants to start that one? You know, I drank some Johnny Walker once in high school, and uh, no, I'm just kidding. I do like Johnny <laughs> Walker winning this fight, though. Okay. I like Johnny Walker winning this fight, but I hope he loses because someone has to kick him in the balls. Ouch. Wow. <laughs> Why? Why does he have to get kicked in the ball? Because he's always flaunting. He's always hip thrusting. He's nasty. <laughs> if you put a bag over him, I might think it's cute, but not. <laughs> he's just cocky. That's uh that's what happens when you get a little bit of fame. Some Go. people can control it, some people can. He's he can't, but he's a hell of a fighter. Have you seen his UFC highlights where he hip thrusts the ref over onto the ground, uh, onto no, the mat? No, I don't. Yeah, look it up. He does that. That's a little weird. <laughs> this is why we're gaining our explicit rating because I thought, like, okay, I, I don't want to watch UFC porn. Thank you very much. Um, you send me UFC porn. <laughs> hey, hey, not quite. But I, I so wish I had the 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 sound drop for the Pornhub song. Oh Jesus, <laughs> that would be funny. Um, Ty, I'm guessing you're taking Kutabala or Kuta. No, I'm taking Johnny Walker. Oh, okay, Kute Laba. Uh, because well, two re- well, really two reasons. Um, the seven inch reach advantage of Walker will probably be enough, and two, I can't stand Ian Kutalaba, so. I think Kutalaba's favored, minus 195. He is. I think yeah, those will change. Though. Yeah, I think they'll change, too. I think I might change my pick and go with Kutalaba. <laughs> oh, my god. Again, all the ingredients here. Yeah, no. That'll change. Yeah, well, he's from I, Moldova. I'll say, well, I think Laurel and I, like, went through at least a couple cards where we went straight chalk with our picks. We picked the same fighter for every yeah. like five or six so yeah it's bound to happen um this next one though might be a little bit different but um uh, because it's a woman's fight that's up next you've got the floor get your jits on uh, let me see uh, on this paper i've chosen irene to win over macy mm-hmm. I think, though, I don't know. I'm going to have to think about it if I change my opinion. But I'm for right now, I'm picking Aldana. I think that she has a greater punching power and tends to stay. What's that? She is favored. Yeah. And um, <clears throat> I think that she has well-placed strikes it's it's very calculated i think she's calm in the ring and i i pick her to win over macy i have the same pick (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh i think we're gonna go is this like a trend we're gonna go chalk because okay so 
Chazon does have a reach advantage of three and a half. Um, my, one of my concerns with Aldana is that she doesn't fight very often. She, on average, she only fights one time a year. Um, yeah, yeah. But she she is dangerous. Um, I, I remember specifically like one of the very first fights I watched of her was when she knocked out Ketlin Vieira and Vieira was undefeated at the time. And I was like, oh, I remember where did this I was like, where did this come from? Oh my goodness! Yeah, that was um, that was a shocker. I remember that. And you were an encyclopedia of UFC fights because sometimes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, he he really carries the show. <laughs> eh, not quite. I don't like that. You need to change that attitude. Say yes, I do. Well, no. Here, here's the thing. <laughs> come from come from my knowledge. Stay for Laurel's explicits. <laughs> wrong with that. Um, but Chazon is the for, was is the former tough woman's featherweight winner. Um, not that that makes so much a difference. much of a difference. Rewards are rewards. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I've got an army accommodation medal, and the other day I got a check engine light. There's still prizes. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> oh, geez, the day I get a check engine light. <sighs> well, I drive a German car. If it's not on, something's wrong. <laughs> um but i want to be in ingredients um i was back and forth but i'm gonna eventually go with um i read aldana as well yeah. that one i can't change my pick like i just feel like what's her name Jason? macy chase on yeah i just nah i don't think she's she's got it something tells me irene just gonna i, I don't I, it'll come down to a decision it won't be a knockout but a lot of mm-hmm. takedowns. Um, I just feel like Irene is; she's got the better experience. I don't know mm-hmm. about. Oh yeah, Macy. <clears throat> so it'll yep. be a good fight, though. I mean, oh, yeah. you hope every fight's good. I hate when I get a pay per view and it's like, and I like the Sean O'Malley fight we were just talking about. It, the first two was like a quick decision, um, and then it was an eye poke. Like the whole night was not good. Was that Andrea Adesanya? I think that was the same fight. Sean O'Malley was on the card with uh, Andre Adesanya just recently, and Adesanya didn't do anything either. Oh, yeah, against Whitaker. <laughs> like, I spent 40 bucks for this. <laughs> hey, yo, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> and then here comes Laurel's comment on, you guys paid for the fights? <laughs> well, yeah, because I, like, I, I don't trust... Um, I don't like the fact that it's like most of these things are on like Wi-Fi related apps. Because what if your Wi-Fi goes out? You know what I mean? Yeah. You still I, got to watch whatever you got to watch. Yeah, but like remember back in the day, you could just order mm-hmm. a review through your Direct TV or your Comcast, and there it was. And it was yeah. cheaper. It was cheaper. It was cheaper. Um, yeah. I experienced it last night. My buddy had never seen Spider-Man: No Way Home, and I'm like, we have to watch this movie. I've seen it 16 times. And uh, where it was like, I don't know, one in the morning, my Wi-Fi went out. Couldn't watch the movie. If I would have just bought the DVD, no problem. But maybe that's me getting in my mid-30s. I guess that's where I'm at now in life. Yeah. I tell you, the last time I bought a pay-per-view, it still scrapped out in the middle and had to restart. And it was a clusterfuck. So I figure Wi-Fi, pay-per-view, probably the same difference. Yeah, the nice thing is me and Ty usually go half. So uh, it doesn't feel so bad. Because they're like, what? They're $74? It's yeah. up to like, it's up to 80 now, I think. Like almost 80 after taxes. Yeah. yeah. So luckily, like people are like, you get the fights? 
I'm like, yeah, I get the bites. Why? I'm like every month. Why? It's only 40 bucks because <laughs> thanks to Ty, I only have to split half. <laughs> Thank God. Yeah. Next one's Kevin Holland and uh, Daniel Rodriguez. So, yes, it is. Uh, this one was tough for me, um, but I want to hear from you guys first. I want to go last on this one. Um, I'll go ahead and take this one. Um, it's going to be Rodriguez's first fight since he beat Kevin Lee last year. Um, it, Rodriguez has won four of his last five. Um, but, man, if you thought Holland was tough at middleweight, him at welterweight is dangerous game. It's a very dangerous game. This is um, it's called a catchweight bout. Is that new? Oh, uh, is it catch weight now? It's his catch weight. Hmm. Us- oh, so that means somebody didn't make weight? Yeah, someone's probably uh, okay. That makes sense. Low on the weight or so high, maybe water. high. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's all I've been drinking lately. Um. Oh yeah, they can move to catch weight. It is a. Well, it doesn't say what kind of catch weight though. My assumption it'll probably be like between the. One seven. I feel like it may be like a. Oh, watch it be a one seventy five, and then all the um, UFC people are going to be freaking out because oh, we've been fighting for one sixty five. Oh, we've been fighting for X L and all this stuff. I'm like, relax. It's for one fight. Yeah, take it easy. Take it easy. Um. Wait. So who did you pick? As fun as this fight looks on paper, um. I don't think uh, Rodriguez is going to be able to win it. And so I picked Kevin Holland and I have him actually by submission. Huh. Okay. Kevin Holland is favored, but I, mm-hmm. I think Rodriguez is a dog, man. I feel like he's going to be like, all right, I'm on a main card. I need to prove myself. Don't be wrong. Kevin Holland's got hands, but um, Rodriguez is dangerous on the ground. I, I had Rodriguez winning this one, man. What? I can so see it. That makes a bet. Wait, Laurel, who do you have? I actually have Rodriguez winning this. Yeah, see, Ooh. take that, Ty. All right. <laughs> because the one thing that I remember about Kevin Holland fights is he relies on his hands, but he's very vulnerable if you can get underneath those to takedowns in submissions. So... I think Rodriguez actually has those tools to get that done. Mm. Okay. Sounds like we, I feel like this fight, we have to have a bet against Ty. I'm gonna pull <laughs> so I'm reading now, uh, it's going to be contested at 180 pounds. Oh. Okay. So, so that means that Kevin Holland has to gain 10 and Rodriguez has to use nine, lose nine. You can usually do that with a Baconator and a large fry and drink. Uh-huh. <laughs> I wouldn't know. I've never had a Baconator. There, well, I, when I was a teenager, I don't eat fast food anymore. It's disgusting. Yeah, so. I haven't had fast food for a long time. That's fair. Taco John's could be my nemesis, though. Uh, Taco John's with the queso and the little potato tots. Oh, yes. A little sour cream. One time. <laughs> Have you heard my Taco John's drive through story? Nope. No, no, I haven't. <laughs> time I was out with friends and we went through the Taco John's drive-thru and I asked for see- extra seasoning. Oh. And one of the cooks 
chatted back to the speaker. I'll give her extra seasoning. Oh. oh. Oh, that needs a sound drop. <laughs> and then oh I said, God. then I said, uh, no, thank you. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm good. That's extra, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's extra, all right. Oh man, that's embarrassing. That is so embarrassing. I was horrified. Uh, well because then what do you what do you do like is he really a pervert does he mean like no, the he season? was probably joking on the job didn't realize his microphone was on <laughs> i'm sure his, but his, I... his manager's like uh one time i because i work in sales one time i thought i hung up the phone and i accidentally hit my speaker so i was leaving a voicemail i left my voicemail to my customer and then it just stayed on I think we were like cussing at college football on the other computer or something. It just oh. was not a good look. She called me back. She's like, so I got your voicemail. I'm like, oh. <laughs> you buy my I got product? your 30-minute voicemail. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I have a podcast too, lady. Go check it out. <laughs> oh, man. <clears throat> All right. Wait, 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 wait. So just before we move on, because we're, we're getting closer on the card. Um, Ty, if Kevin Holland wins... I will uh, give, give me some. Give me some. We got a bet going on. Uh, let's see. Don't make me get all embarrassed on social media, though. No, not, I'm not about that. Um, oh, here's one. If Kevin Holland beats Daniel Rodriguez on Saturday, you then will be money for a six pack. Okay, bet. I can do that. Um, for me and Laurel, if Rodriguez wins, you have to buy a Conor McGregor poster, get it framed, and put it in your room. Oh my God! Oh, aren't man. we both? Aren't aren't we both for Rodriguez? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I have enough room in my. It, has, it can't be like just a regular Conor McGregor poster. It has to be like him, like laying on a on a bear rug with like almost nothing on. It has to be. Is there big, like? Yeah. If, oh my gosh! If that if that image exists on the internet, I will <laughs> quit the internet forever. That image is one hundred percent on the internet. If it Somewhere. is, if I if I if it's on there and I find it, I'm deleting Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. You won't hear from me ever again. He's like, I'm good. <laughs> Not sure if it's realistic, but you you provide me photo evidence, and maybe maybe I'll do it. And no, um, we'll make the bet even. If, How about uh, that one? There you go. That one's that's, actually that's pretty a, funny. There you go. That's a poster. <laughs> Not a big one, just like 17 by 14. And it has to be on your ceiling. <laughs> when you wake up every morning above your bed, you have Conor McGregor looking at you. And how long do I'll I have buy to the do poster. This? I'll buy the poster. You have to pay for the framing. And but can you even put a frame on the ceiling? Velcro. Velcro. <laughs> It just lets go one day. And yeah, let's go while I'm sleeping. And all of a sudden I'm waking up. I'm like, why am I in heaven or why am I down in the underworld? Uh, a frame, a frame fell on how about me. how about on a horse instead of a bear rug? There you go. Connor McGregor <laughs> on a horse with no shirt on. He's out of shape. Yeah, oh there God. you go, buddy. Oh, he's naked on the horse. Oh, oh. my God. Okay, now I no, damn it. <laughs> now I have to quit social media because I saw that. I'm about to buy 
bus. <laughs> How about Connor and his package? Go. Oh God! <laughs> oh God! He just wants to drink a little whiskey with you. <laughs> Don't want any of his whiskey. Uh. We'll, we'll we'll see. We'll see. I might. Let's get to this co-main event. And <laughs> I'm sorry, but my man Tony Ferguson's fighting. Yes. <gasps> Tony. Tony. He it's has good. to redeem himself. He does. Mm-hmm. But he's going to. He's on a co-main event. Hey. He's a big fan of Shane Lang. Unfortunately, that, that guy Lee, <laughs> uh, that is probably the strongest um, UFC fighter from China I've seen in a long time. Long time. Yep. He scares me. Like, if he's... I bumped it, if I didn't hold the door for him when he's walking into a building, I would be scared. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, he's he's impressive. <clears throat> he's there's my no, pick. There's no odds for this fight. People don't know. I took that up. This one I saw some, but I mean, it might be right. I haven't looked at I haven't looked at all the odds yet. So, um, well, did you say you're picking? Who are you picking again? I'm picking Jin Ling. Really? Yeah. Like my vote against my man Tony Ferguson. <laughs> I I love I love my guy Jin Ling. I, I can't say his name right now. He came out on this one. I was like, USA, USA, but we'll see. <laughs> yeah. Lee's um, here. Lee's here, though. <sighs> you, look, you look worried there. My heart, no, my heart wants Tony, but I also am going to go with Lee Ji Lang. Oh, how could you? I know. I, if this were in, if this were like maybe. Pre-pandemic, I would say Tony, but ever since this pandemic hit, Tony's been. You guys are going against much... Tony Ferguson. He's like the man. Yeah, he fell he down is. a little bit. No, I'm upset about the picks. <laughs> Mad. So that means you're going with Tony Ferguson. Yeah, I'm taking Tony. <laughs> All right. I already, I already marked it down. He has to pick Tony now. <laughs> <laughs> You guys can tweet at me and be like, ha, you were wrong. You suck. Okay. <laughs> I like Tony Ferguson. I've always liked Tony. Like, he's just a brawler. He'll go, yeah. to, the, he'll go to the mat, but he, he, get up. Get up. Let's go. We're doing this toe-to-toe, knuckles to knuckles. Like, it's just, uh, it's fisticuffs. I, I like the way he fights. <laughs> mm-hmm. <sighs> I thought you guys were really pulling for Tony on me with this one. I'm, yeah. I'm upset. It, it, I'll be I'm sorry to let you down. I'll be happy if he wins. Like I'll be, be over the moon ecstatic if he wins. You're a liar. That's true. <laughs> believe what He's you like, want no, to believe. <laughs> believe what you want to believe. Um, but now we get into this main event. Oh, this can be dun, dun, dun. good one. Uh, Hamza Chimaev and Nate Diaz. Why do I feel like you guys aren't going for Nate Diaz either? It's the whole Tony Ferguson thing, all Ferguson thing, all over again. Ten seconds later. Yeah, I'm sorry to disappoint you. <laughs> oh, not 
can go against Nate. And it's it's not because I I don't think Nate's going to put on a good fight. It's because Shamaya is such a freaking beast. She's like Habib too. I mean, I've watched him fight. He is scary. He's he's got hands, but Nate Diaz can take a bloodbath and still stand there and be like, "Come on, come on, let's go." He could. It's really hard to knock out Nate Diaz. Now, yeah, but at some point in time, a bloodbath is ridiculous because you're losing and then getting your face beat in. True, but it's all about being the warrior. And I mean, as long as, as long as you're in there and you're holding your own and you're not losing, you still come out as a king, right? I think so. It's not a lie. You believe it. True. 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 Uh, that's what one man's opinion. Um. Um. Not to walk off. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's another fight where my heart wants Diaz. It's this. It's the same thing with the Tony thing. I want the last fight the UFC. He's gonna go on top. Yo, I will be honest with you. I am. I. For these predictions, I'm picking Hamza Chemaev, but for Nate Diaz's last fight, I did put money on him to win. That doesn't count. You gotta put your money where your mouth is. That's true. You're hurting me. Disappointed me. I told you, Simba, you must not go there. I know. (laughs) I ventured. I ventured into a bad place. Uh, I gotta pull for Nate, man. Like, if he doesn't win, I get it. A lot of memories, last UFC fight, but. I know he wants to go out on top. He's going to throw fisticuffs. And I, he's been training for this one. His last fight, not so much. He's older. What is he, 35, 36? Somewhere around there, yeah. That's my age. I'm pulling for my generation, you know? <laughs> we still got it. We can still go to the gym. We're not old. <laughs> not quite there. Not quite there. But, yes, I'm pulling for Nate. Got to go with Nate. All right. It's Nate Diaz, man. <laughs> <laughs> The king is back. That's Conor McGregor, though. Yeah, well, he not he he finished out Conor in the first fight, so he should have beat him the second one too. Go back and yeah, watch that. that, no, that, that, that Conor McGregor that, fight. He won that fight. That is an MMA take I will take with me to the grave. Yeah, yeah. Nate Diaz is a certified gangster, man. Like he he doesn't take excuse my language. He don't take shit from no one. No one. You're talking to it. You're talking to an explicit podcast. Oh, okay. <laughs> I've been taking it light because I tread lightly. <laughs> well, I don't... I mean, once we are finished over the going over these 279, now that we've covered it, I think we could throw, like, almost every word in the book for our woe moment. Oh. Oh, the woe moment. Oh, the my woe, God. The woe moment. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was something else. <laughs> um, I was shocked. I, yeah. I, I I looked it up and I'm like, oh, I saw this on <laughs> Twitter. Oh, those. Oh fuck yeah! <laughs> it was uh something else. Oh, you're pulling it up here. Let's see. Oh yeah, I'm pulling up. Um, yeah. So just a reference for anyone who hasn't heard, which I'd be surprised if anyone hasn't heard. Um, oh, Ty Emery is a, now she's a bare knuckle 
um, fighter yep. at the promotion. She was making her bare knuckle debut. Um, she won that debut um, via TKO, which, or could say KO, whichever one you preference. If I can figure out how to play this thing, because I cannot see anything. Hold on. Oh, ha, there you go. He might be done. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't see The count of 10 yeah. reached by referee Joel Kwong. Welcome to Bare Knuckle Fighting Championship, Ty oh, Emery. Orland. Interesting celebration right there by that? Ty Emery. What's that? What made her want to do that? I don't know. <clears throat> you don't get beads for winning a, a, a bare knuckle fist fight. <laughs> like, yeah, this isn't Mardi Gras. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't. Uh, it's well, it's one step back for women, right there. It was insane. Mm -hmm. I, I was shocked when I was like, "Oh, she just did that." It's it reminds me of the Seinfeld episode where she's like, "Yeah, I'll just wear a bra while I walk down the street." Yeah. Like, whoa, why are you doing that? That's I don't know. That was insane. Um, yeah, was it the adrenaline? The oh my god, I just won my first fight. It, it, it could have been. Maybe there's a guy in the crowd <laughs> she really liked. I I don't know. I, I don't know. Oh, maybe there was a guy that she really liked. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. that just, no, I'm sorry. That just reminded me of something. Um, so I asked, um, you remember our guest Sandy Pants, right, Laurel? Mm-hmm. So I'm actually going to, I asked her if she had seen it, and I'm actually going to pull up a meme that she had sent me. Um, see if I can pull it up here real quick. Uh, oh, my gosh. Can I, I can't believe she did that. I, I'm, I'm, it's it's still it's it's a shocking thing. Like, I thought she was gonna you know jump up. You like you straddle the top. And you're like, yeah, nope. That was <laughs> <it>. <laughs> That's a good meme. That's a good meme. For those who can't see it, uh, that's Sandy amazing. Sandy Pants showed me a meme of uh, Islam Makachev in a shocked <laughs> face seeing it. Jaw dropped. Just jaw dropped. That's a good one. I like that. Um, so I'm going to sugarcoat it. It was unique, but it will definitely be a celebration that will garner a lot of attention for her for a very, very long time. It doesn't matter what your career becomes. You'll always go down in history as that person. Always. No matter what. For Laurel. <laughs> I'm just shocked she did it. I'm like, really? Yeah. Like, what are you doing? I I, like, I told Laura, like, Laurel, what I'm going to show you is not safe for work. And she's like, bring it on. Like, they go. And then she's like, <laughs> oh, you were at work? Uh, <laughs> I, I told her, no, I wasn't at work. I told her it's not safe for work. Oh, uh, okay. If she and was, I opened I, it anyway. <laughs> nice. And then I showed all my coworkers. <laughs> <clears throat> I have yeah. a phone for that kind of thing. <laughs> if I so choose. I was just waiting for a sound drop in case he had one. So. Oh, no, no. <laughs> uh, yeah. Rather stick and twist it. There it is. <laughs> I was saving that one in the back. Uh, <clears throat> all right. But now that we've gone over seeing titties, um, Nate Diaz plans to start his own fighting promotion. Yeah, I had to look this up when you mentioned it. I was like, I didn't hear about that. But, um, yeah, he's, he's doing his own thing now. He's branching out. Yeah. He announced it, I think, just a couple days ago, actually. Um, it was broken by uh, Brett Okonomo, I think, had said something about it. 
Um, the name of the promotion is called Real Fight Incorporated, and he plans to apply for his promoter license sometimes af sometime after this fight. Um, he's promoting boxing and Brazilian jiu-jitsu and plans to attract fighters from all over the world. Do you want to know what his tagline is for this um, promotion? Enlighten us. Real ninjas, real fighters, real shit. Hmm. I like it. Um, so what are our thoughts? Do you think uh, Real Fight Incorporated will be successful? I'll let you take this one, Laurel. <gasps> she says no. She says no. <laughs> she says no. Denied. Wow. <laughs> I think it's because Habib does his own promotion. And so anything, anyone that, anyone that starts it after Khabib is like, nah. <laughs> ah, so I was right. This is true. In, in Nate's defense though, he is in America. That's true. So give it to him. Good for him. I'm glad he found something out of fighting. I'll still check but it out. Still, but still in fighting. So cool. I'm glad he didn't try and do something UFC related. Like he's so done with it. He's just moving on to, to boxing and, and jujitsu as separate. Oh yeah. As separate sports. Good for him. It's cool. It's cool. Oh yeah. <clears throat> I have no problem with it at all. I mean, I'll be I'm along with Travis. I'll check it out. Yeah. You wish him nothing but success. Unfortunately. There's no success unless you have people that follow it and check it out. So exactly. I'll, I'll, I'll look into it. I'll definitely look into it. Although what I don't want to see, <clears throat> like what happened to the Affliction brand, is like really large out of shape guys wearing schmediums. Schmediums. I don't want to see that with Nate's brands. Look at my thighs. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, and um, no, no speedos or, or either. American fighter, American fighter. Yep. <laughs> you see the UFC fighter that wore speedo on a, in a fight? Yeah. He should be shamed. Yeah, I was even Dana White was like, "What was that?" Yeah. Like, what if your butt cheek falls out? If your cheek goes, then half of your sack is going to go too. Oh. It's inevitable. <laughs> it's it's like, that wedge is so far over by that time. It's isn't, that, uh, isn't that Billy Madison, Adam Sandler movie? Yeah, Billy Madison. Falls on the bench. He's like, you see that guy's balls? Yeah, they were gross looking. Oh. <laughs> or in uh, Big Daddy where he's like, now you'll have to look at him with his loose skin and old balls. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, that's a great reference. His loose skin is old. Gross. <laughs> uh, don't dog old people. I'm getting old. Yeah. One thing you can't stop is father time. Not at all. That's why this is Nate Diaz's last fight. That's why he's starting his own thing. And I really wish him the best of luck. That's what you can't do. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, hurry up and make It'll a kid good. so we can watch your son fight when I'm old. <laughs> Real old. Not, not Well, Nate does have a kid, though. No, no, it's a daughter. He has a daughter. Never mind. 
isn't a daughter a kid? Yeah. Yeah, daughter. Well, he Travis is referencing oh, a son, so. Ooh, I, ooh, I, ooh. My bad. I've been watching House of Dragons, so this whole <laughs> gotta have a son thing has just been driving into my brain. <laughs> and I'm like, no, Rainier can like totally be queen. No, I'm sorry. I don't want to dive into House of Dragons. If you haven't watched it, go watch it. It's a great show. Well, we, I mean, it'd be, it'd be fun to, uh, if uh, Nate Diaz's daughter does end up fighting in a promotion. That'd be fun to see. Yeah, absolutely. I'll be 51 years old. I'll be like, I watched your dad. Go get him. <laughs> yeah, totally. They'll be like, all right, all right, Mr. Travis, let's get you back to your bed. It's past your bedtime. Oh, I, was, <laughs> I was in the military. <laughs> the thing is, a lot of times daughters are a lot like their fathers. Oh, absolutely. And so if that's any indication, she's going to be a hellraiser. Yep. Yep. She's going to turn. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's just going to be Nate Diaz, female version, all over again. Oh, shit. Here we go again. Absolutely. I mean, I'll be okay seeing that. But they could nickname her. <laughs> What's her name? Do you know her name? I don't. It could be like Sheila, Brienne of Tarth, Diaz. Daughter of Nate Diaz, King of the North. <laughs> <laughs> I think they only mentioned that she has a daughter, but I don't think they ever said a name. Um, I don't see a name. It just it's says like, uh, he had a daughter in 2018. Uh, name. That would probably help. Uh, yeah, probably withheld. Um, I think it was like he had Michaela, 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 yeah, N I K A Y L A. Yeah, oh, is that her name? Yep, Michaela. Is Michaela, do they call her with an uh, with an N? And I, they call her Nick, they call her Nick, don't they? Huh, Nick, what do you know? Right. Better than calling her Natela and it being a Nate. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. I love on The Simpsons, uh, he was telling Bart, he's like, you can, ch- you can t- change your name to Homer J like me. The kids would call you Hoju. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> God, I love The Simpsons. They're so good, man. So yep. good. Um, this has been a blast. Been yeah. a blast. I think that's all we have for this evening. Yeah, yeah I gotta put on a romper on Saturday. I'm washing it right now. <clears throat> you never buy brand new clothes and then just wear them. Always wash them. Always. Right. Have you have you tried it yet? Have you tried on the romper yet? I tried it on and I was like, yo, I need to get like a spray on or a rub on 10 because this is bad. <laughs> yeah. It's weird to put it on. It's like I feel like a firefighter when they like pull everything up all at once. It's it's all one oh. big piece. <laughs> Maybe if I do my left leg in and rotate with the romper it just like slides on but and then it's great this whole zipper but it's awesome it's awesome it's a zip up romper yeah it's just one big zipper from like (laughs) all the way to your neck you better hold that thing like as stretched out as far away from you as you can so you don't zip anything up 100 uh, 100% polyester yeah words (laughs) of advice (laughs) <laughs> from someone who wouldn't know uh yeah i'm totally rocking the romper i'll send you guys pictures it's, uh, oh, i'll send ty a picture but like check this out yeah 
wait till, wait till you see my my cakes hanging out with the golf swing at Top Golf. It's gonna look amazing. I can't wait. And then after that, it's two seventy nine. Uh. <laughs> Ty, would you wear a romper? No. No. Wouldn't do it. Uh, I wouldn't want my cheeks hanging out like Mackenzie Derns does. Oh, like they're down to shorts. It doesn't cut off like a speedo, and it's like right around. No, man, like no. I'm, I'm not rocking something like that. This isn't Baywatch. We're not doing that. So the question is, where you found it? Amazon. <clears throat> okay. Twenty dollars. Yeah. Wasn't bad. Good price. Got in three days. Wait, how much was it? Twenty-two bucks. Sounds about right. I could totally fight somebody in the octagon with a romper on. Is it see-through white? Is it see-through white? No, it's like no, a, no, no. It's pink to blue. Pink. pink to blue, and it's like like palm trees and flamingos down to the water. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Sounds cool though. Like I can't wait. I can't wait to rock <laughs> that thing. It'll be the only time in my life I ever wear something like that. <laughs> right. Never well, don't get it. too comfortable in it. No, but. Maybe I'll wear it around the house. Maybe. <laughs> watch him watch him tweet out. Watching UFC 270, 279 in my romper. Yo, I'm totally doing it. <laughs> I'm going to stay in the romper for UFC 279. I'm going to rock <laughs> the white vans with the romper and the Viper glasses. I'm going to take mad pictures with all the fights in the back. Oh, yeah. You called me out. It's going to happen. <laughs> romper. It's hashtag romper 279. That's exactly what it oh. is. <laughs> can't wait for this watch this new mad retweet it's gonna be amazing I, I may have to come back on twitter just to see if this comes true hashtag romper 279 no right. we can't <laughs> oh boy well Travis <clears throat> we appreciate you coming in on such short notice That's with cool. your awesome with your no just your straight up awesomeness because mm -hmm. We appreciate all that you do for us. I appreciate you guys. Keep up the good work. This is always fun to come on and, uh, you know, hopefully uh, Nate Diaz goes out on top. Yeah! We'll see. <laughs> um, so for our listeners that didn't hear you the first time you were on, go ahead and share your socials so that the people can find you. Oh, yeah. Come check us out if you like comedy podcasts. It's a knee circles podcast because when you're on the john and you have your phone and you're locked in the elbows of knees, you make knee circles. Uh, we don't hold back, but it's a good time to laugh. It's not sports. It's not topic related. It's just funny news throughout the week. But yeah, you can find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, everywhere at Knee Circles. Anywhere you find podcasts, Audible, iHeartRadio, Amazon, Apple, all of that stuff. So um, either way, I appreciate you guys always letting me come on because I don't get to talk a lot of MMA on my podcast. So I'm always like, hey, Ty, let me come in. Let me come in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, check us out. Knee Circles podcast. You'll... Uh, you might get offended or you might laugh. I don't know. But either way, it'll be fun. We, we love the humor, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'm trying to think of what. So to close out, if you have any questions, comments, suggestions, who, who should we bring on next on our podcast? Actually, no. Let's ask Travis this question. What? Who do you think we should bring on the FKTC podcast? Do you have anyone in mind? Do you already have Greco? Yes, we did. Mm -hmm. We already had Greco. Um, there's one Twitter follower that I see that you interact with. Um, it's a female. Can't remember her name. She's big in MMA. I will find you the handle, 
and I, and then you need to reach out to her. She's like all about like not just the main cards, but the prelims. Diehard MMA fan. You follow her. I can't think of the handle, and it's gonna come to me after we finish recording, like we always say. Yep. Um, I will send you the handle, and then I need you to reach out to her. That's your next guest. What do you think, Laurel? Huh. We could always do the fighter. Could always do the fighter. Just a random, random guest on the podcast. Go get Brandon. She likes my tweet. Wait, what? Go get Brandon. She <laughs> That'll be an interesting one. Yeah, that would be awesome. He's a former fighter. It is. I'm. I'm. Uh, I'm working on uh, Ryan Reynolds. Marrying yes. Him. He's a young, chiseled, handsome man. <laughs> just kidding <laughs> if you talk to t- ryan reynolds tell him to stop doing that on tiktok oh. it's, it's terrible i don't see him on tiktok i only see his only fans <laughs> understandable i can tell him myself then i'll just type it in the comments there you go. There you go. i'll go all karen <laughs> and be oh. like stop your face knock it off ryan uh, but anyways, if you want to find us, um, you can reach out to us at FKTC Pod, or you can reach us individually. Granted that it is safe for work, which luckily we haven't got anything so far. You can reach Laurel at Rain Basin. You can reach me, Ty, at TyFlyGuy15. In the meantime, protect your faces from Laurel's kicks and protect your necks from my throat cuddles. And our number one golden rule, Laurel, is... Never leave the decision in the hands of the judges. Nice. And on that note, we will see you all next week for UFC fight night between Song Gidong and Corey Sanhagen. Bye. Peace.